Hello everyone, welcome to MetaMinds episode 7 and today we have Lachlan who is a performance coach focusing on men's mental, physical and emotional health. He also recently started a new project called The Man That Can and I think that's a really good place to start. Would you be able to tell us a little bit more about this new project? Yeah, awesome. Thanks for the introduction. Uh, so The Man That Can came about for me. I felt, you know, I work with so many men, I speak to so many men every single day who have challenges, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, and there was never, I didn't, I don't know if, so if there is one, please reach out, um, <laughs> a place for men to come and get advice and just openly talk about what they're going through. So I just wanted to be able to break that belief that men thought they were, you know, a certain person, because that's what I thought, you know, five years ago before I started personal development. Mm -hmm. I thought I was a guy who cheated on women, drank a lot of beer, took a lot of drugs, and lied like that's who I thought I was because everyone I was hanging around was the same the same so they sort of validated what I was doing um so I wanted to create a space where all people you know CEOs doesn't matter all walks of life can come along and you know openly speak about what they're going through and how they've overcome certain things so collectively as a as a group we're helping men show that they can get through so I really should have changed it to the man that can no that the man that I don't even know. I like that. Nah, yeah. I like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. So to show that they can do stuff that, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're not really. It's interesting because like society can put you into a box as a, as a man or a girl, but it's like, yeah, the boys, we go out and we drink beers yeah. and we yeah. talk to girls and that's what you do because you're a man, you know, <laughs> but it's like, it's, I guess it's good to have a bit of a space to kind of say, hey, you can be whatever it is and whoever it yeah. is that you want. You don't have to be this. Yeah. This thing that whatever it is puts you into that box. Yeah, and yeah. almost give give because it's like like you said we're drinking beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're talking about women, degrading women, or whatever it is, what it was at the time, and mm. all the boys are high fiving you. And yeah. the next morning you <clears throat> laugh about it. But it's like there's not a space, or I haven't been involved in a space where men are doing the same for being like, oh, you read a book, awesome. Yeah, or you did yeah. this, you did that. It's yeah. like stuff that's actually helping you improve. Oh, for so sure. we want to yeah create, and that's what you guys are doing as well, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is extremely important, I think, especially for like in this day and age when a lot of the information isn't really that good information that kind of goes around and that we like take in every day. So yep. it's like, yeah, like kind of rewarding and helping other people like grow through doing actually important things like reading books and developing themselves, like yep. being healthy and that kind of thing. It's yeah. like yeah. good to have more avenues like that, I suppose. Just having open conversations as That's well because everyone's straight. Like some of the stuff we were speaking about at an event last night was stuff that I never even thought about. There was one guy... He was, um, he's high up in Apple and he's, um, I don't actually know how old he would be. I'd say maybe 40s. Mm. Um, and he was saying one of the hardest things he's struggling with is just catching up with a mate. He's like, and like any mate, he's like, you know, you have mates, you have good mates, but there comes a point in your life. He's like, I, you know, want to just go for a coffee and see how you are. But it's like, everything's, everyone's too busy. We have to do everything over your phone. Mm. I was sitting there listening to him. I'm, that's me. Like I do that to my mates because I'm like, I'm too busy working on this too busy working on that, like I'll catch up if there's intent, mm. but it's like the intent sometimes with your good mates should be just how you doing. Yeah. Like yeah how often do you yeah. call a mate up and just say, how you guys, how you going? Yeah. So I'm so guilty of not doing that. And mm. last night when I heard that, like for me, I took so much away from that. Mm. Um, it, it's yeah. interesting, like in this day and age, because we are such busy people, like, you know, I have a 40 hour work week or more, more yeah. often, <clears throat> and then you have a family and then, friends and maybe kids and a mortgage and all this kind of thing you rarely do get time to do that mm. but it's actually almost more important for the rest of for the health of the rest yeah. of the other stuff to yeah. have a bit of just like <laughs> genuine you know, connection yeah, chilling people, out and hanging yeah. out because that you know that, that adds balance and you can like you know helps everything you know yeah. I mean? yeah i think it's almost like meditation do you guys oh meditate? Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. meditation to me is every time i do it i feel incredible and mm. i'll get so much back from it but at the same time there's days where even 10 minutes i'm like I don't really have time for that. Like I'm mm. probably going to skip that today. And then I go through the rest of the day frust, uh, flustered and frustrated, frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> frustrated. All over the shop. And if I'd just taken that 10 minutes to meditate, it would have given me so much back. So I think it... But your mind is like, no, I don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. that's the one thing you should be focusing on exactly. if you don't yeah. have time. Exactly. But no, that, that's definitely it, man. Like I've noticed if I have a really nice chat with a friend, and I'm just in the moment. We're not doing any sort of agenda or doing anything. I feel recharged and yeah, having those really nice conversations. It, it means incredible. yeah, the world. It really does. We take it for granted. And to be fair, like a lot of guys don't know how to do that, mm. to have that conversation. So it's like we at least have the self-awareness or uh, can have those conversations to get that back. But a lot of men might sit here right now or at the pub and be like, 
who you're with this week, which girl? Yeah, that's it, yeah. man. Should we have a shot? Yeah. And then you're just like sitting there watching the sport or whatever it is. That's it. It's just that cycle, but deep down you've got stuff you want to express. Mm-hmm. And don't even understand that they have, they, you know, they just feel this emptiness or whatever. Yeah. They yeah. don't actually know how to even break out of that because, again, the social circle is just like reinforcing these values yeah. that were kind of already. That's yeah, it. And the stigma about. behind it and it's so taboo to talk about it. And even like maybe their development, like maybe their parents, maybe their dad or whoever their male figure was never yep. spoke to them. They never gave them any sort of like insight into emotions and feelings. Yeah. Which yeah, and needs you, to change. Thinking about, and from a, I was thinking about this when I was driving over. Um, We never, oh, I didn't, I don't know about you guys, but never saw your parents suffering. Like they're really good at hiding when they got struggles. Mm. I don't know whether that's, you know, we do take so much away from our parents. So when I never saw them struggling, when I had challenges, I was like, oh, my parents, my dad doesn't struggle. So like, I just got to get on with it. So I mm. felt like that was reinforced from such a young age. But, and this can be something that our generation sort of does when we become parents or whatever is like actually let our children know what we're going through at certain times because then they look up to you and they go, well, mom's struggling, dad's struggling. Like this stuff's actually Everyone's happening. This is, this is life. Yeah. Like, yeah. We can all work together through all of it and you know then allows children or young people like us to understand that this stuff's happening we can already start creating awareness around how to get through that when it happens to us at you know at mm. whatever point yeah and hopefully change potentially the next generation so that it isn't yeah. as taboo so that exactly. people can men can talk about exactly. their feelings without feeling like it's so wrong because it seems like I've definitely got friends that just don't talk about their feelings or emotions because they think it's wrong like it's a weakness it's yeah, a sign of absolutely. weakness to talk about themselves yeah. or their emotions, yeah. So it's that standard response that you say to someone, "How are you? Good." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone, everyone yeah. says it. You're like, "How many goods are there?" Today? Yeah, exactly. like, yeah, yeah. Surely something's happening. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about this on a previous podcast where, like, you know, you walk into a cafe or whatever, and you just have this totally different like persona yeah. to every other customer. We're like, mm. "I'm fantastic. How are you?" And they, and they go caught off guard. Like, yeah, "What's yeah. going on? Like, yeah. who are you? Are you no, on drugs? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you taking? Where do I get some?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it literally shocks people. Hey, it yeah. Does, yeah. It's like I try to walk down the street, I'll high five, but just do yeah, yeah. random stuff. Yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> Is that guy all right? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. But it changes their whole it does, like, day almost. It really you know? does. Like, wow, there's that one person that was really happy. I wonder if I can be like that. Just get yeah. some questioning and thinking about that kind of thing, you know? Well, it's Yeah, it's almost like when you see someone doing something so outrageous, even dancing just randomly. Like, mm-hmm. I sit there and think it's the funniest thing ever. And then I'm like, At least they're having a good time. I'm standing yeah. here with mm. no smile on my face, but like, <laughs> yeah and then this person's just having the best time but then it slowly wears off on you and it's like um what's that that film clip where have you seen that one at the festival where that person's dancing crazy by themselves and then slowly another dude comes and then the whole crowd comes <laughs> oh, have you yeah, seen no, it? No, no. i think i have seen yeah, it, yeah it's like the the whole pack mentality but yeah, because yeah. the pack for most people if you walk around the city is everyone's glued to their phone or yeah, not smiling and they're unhappy yeah. it's like that's the way i should be i'm gonna be looking serious and yeah can't have a laugh or anything like that. Mm. And then you see this one random person having the best time ever and you're like, something's wrong with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's <laughs> interesting. Like, that's you know, your, your ego gets in the way and pushes them down and goes, oh, that's a weird thing that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be doing that thing because they're the only person doing it. That's weird. And you section it off yeah. and you go back to your thing, but never in that process do you like actually self aware enough and be like, wait, that person's really enjoying themselves. Yeah. Yeah. What am I doing? You know, <laughs> you never check in and go, I'm actually not feeling good right now. I'm miserable. <laughs> yeah. Let's go dance. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. On that note, I hate dancing. Like it's my thing. I feel yeah. so uncomfortable. <laughs> so, I'll do anything else but dance. It's my jam. <laughs> well, next po- podcast, we'll next get you one. We'll um, make sure to try. And yeah, because my missus will listen to this. She'll be like, "You said you like dancing. <laughs> you don't. Just, but you don't at yeah, all. Yeah. Ever. And she just comments on it like <laughs> yeah. lie to everyone. Yeah. But it's interesting on that problem thing as well because it's like even yeah, like talking boys to boys or boy to girl, like whether it's your partner or this or that. It's like. Almost like people don't want to hear about the problems. Like you mentioned the word taboo, but I think it's like, yeah, like, yeah, you don't really want to, you know, if someone's like, actually, I'm having a really bad time right now. Like, do you have time to chat about it? You kind of like, oh, awkward. Like you want to tap out. I don't want to like, you don't know how to deal with that situation because we're never taught anything to do with that, you know? Yeah. You go. You know, you go. Well, what I was going to say is basically, I agree with that. And that's something I felt before I kind of got into counseling, into mental health. But the one thing I, I really noticed is at the end of the day, all they really need most of the time is someone to listen to them yep. and actually like maybe not validate them, but if they're saying something like even challenging yep. them on, on what they're thinking to yep. give them another thought process. Sometimes yep. that's all someone really needs, just someone to be there and hold the space as yep. such. Yeah. But I but suppose it is we, hard. It is. If we had a like, you know, more 
like a community and like a society that was a bit more, you know, we wouldn't need as many like counselors and mental health, like, mm. you know, workers, if we just had a bit more of a community where it's like, it's okay to talk about your feelings yeah. and you should listen to someone when they talk about that. Cause you know, what is, what is the statistic on male suicide? It's like it's one in a, four or something yeah, now, like it's yeah. just ridiculous. And I think Australia in particular is very high for yeah. male mm. suicide. And again, it's not something you hear about. It's just this box that gets pu- pushed yeah. under, yeah. The, under the table or whatever. Yeah. It's like, but it's happening. It's real, and That's it's global. Cool. And there's clearly reasons why people are yeah. doing They're it. They're not looking yeah. at that root cause. No, of, no. of the what, yeah. yeah. I mean, you've probably gone through that in your counselling, but it, I think a lot of the stuff when I have breakthroughs with clients or just in conversations, it's coming back to connection. Mm. It's like people. I often have a lot of females saying, "No, oh, how do I get my partner to do this or husband?" I'm like, "You can't force anyone to do anything, but what you can do is learn to communicate better." Because I see a lot of even relationships, and this is a bit off topic, but like so many relationships are poor. They're um, argumentative because they never establish that communication line and they mm. don't understand each other's values or how they like to communicate to each other. So, you know, I communicate in a certain way, which is pretty to the point. So people think I'm blunt and rude, but then people who communicate the same way go, ah, awesome, you didn't waste my time. Yeah. So people don't ever understand that, that we're all brought up in different ways. So, you know, even communication to me is the pillar. Mm. Like, and it once again goes back to how you communicate with yourself. Like, we never communicate with ourselves. Like, I never communicated with myself. I was just like, you're a piece of shit. You've done this again. That's what you do. Go talk to the boys about it. And next week, you'll probably do the same thing. It's fine. Mm. But now I like to check in with myself and be like, well, I've got a like, checklist for various things like health, um, sleep, movement, how I feel, valued, purpose, um, all that sort of stuff. I'll check in on that. If something's not feeling good with me, I can sort of check in which area is it's a bit out. And obviously that's going to be different for everyone depending on what they value or they feel they need in their life. Mm. Um, but I feel that's given me, it helps me get out of slumps because then I can go, right, I will, sleep's poor. What do I, you know, what do I need to learn about that? Why am I sleeping poorly? Is it because I'm not exercising? Is it because I'm eating poorly? Is it because I'm stressed, anxious? What is it? And then you mm. can sort of start getting to the deeper problem because all that stuff's suit to me is superficial. It's like there's a reason deep down why we want to exercise, why we want to feel valued, why we mm-hmm. want to feel fulfilled, why we want job satisfaction. Um, but we never take the time to go there. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's too much. That's it. Well, and this stuff's not really taught to us either. Yeah, it's no, like, it's not these, are, these are quite basic things that if you just measured them, you could really easily see, have a huge insight into your life, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just not something that everyone like would think about because mm-hmm. we're not taught it in school. It's like, Hey, just so you know, to have a great life, you, you kind of do need to like make sure that these things are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no one ever said handy. that to me. Not you know? once. Super yeah, handy. So, great 12 done. Enjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah go and get it. a job now. Hold on, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Make sure to eat Maccas every day and, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's cheap or whatever. So bad, hey? Yeah, and get home from school and just do more homework and don't mm. enjoy time with your family. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, connection is absolutely huge. And I said it on a previous podcast as well. There's, um, um, a few people that are really big in like the in the addiction space, yeah. um, and what one of them says is that the opposite of addiction is connection. So it's like it doesn't even have to be addiction, but it's like you know just some, any kind of negative behavior. Chances are that can be mitigated if you just like actually connect with people. Yeah. And again, like phones is is a way that we like you know it's like this sort of false connection where you're like oh yeah I have a lot of friends I'm talking to a lot of people but mm. it's not real. Like when you actually have a real conversation with someone and you go away feeling energized as we said before, it's yeah. like. You actually, you're like, oh, yeah. that's what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah, exactly. right. yeah. But we're so used to this. And, you know, I mm. catch myself doing it every time as well. And yeah. Like, yeah, I'm talking to a lot of people. I have a good day. But why do I feel like, why do I feel like yeah. shit, you know? So, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so true. You walk away just not actually <coughs> feeling connected. You just like, mm. I still feel lonely. Like, I was when that guy said, was saying that thing last night, I was like, I've got like four really good friends, like my best mates. And I will always put them off to work a bit more or to facilitate another conversation i'm like that's so poor on my behalf like because they're your best mates you get to sit around and do this and whether it's chatting like we are right now or chatting about something else that's meaningful yeah you walk away from something that's not meaningful at all yeah but just just having that connected feeling yeah yeah. actual real human connection you you don't get that through the screen not at all it's like watching i don't know Watching a travel video as opposed to going traveling. Mm-hmm. It's like two completely different experiences. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good analogy. No, that's a good one. Just came up with that then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> yes, yeah. it. <laughs> so obviously you're like, dealing with men's mental health, and yep. obviously that's because you're a male yourself. But is there a particular reason why you think like male mental health is 
important and why it's, I mean, we have kind of touched on some of the points, but it's like why it's not talked about specifically in males. Like, why do you think that's important? Uh, I think I, I, I always go from my own experience and like, I think about the opportunities that I let go because I was playing rugby in France and I left that and, you know, I've had some good relationships that I've messed up purely because I didn't know how to speak or express myself. So I do that in um, ways that would always ruin things, right? Like whether it was cheating, lying, um, being aggressive, uh, you know, the list goes on. And I see it more and more every day with men. It's like females are incredible at communicating, Mm. right? They also bitch a lot as well. And Mm. men do that as well. So I'm not just saying saying that but men struggle and I think it was going back to like I always saw my dad as like a tough man who never spoke so I adopted that and it's like I've always learned to just deal with it deal with it deal with it um and my brothers had you know mental health issues dad and when I had my own I was like fuck I've always been on these guys because am I allowed to swear by the way yeah yeah um I've always been on these guys like when my brother was going through stuff I was like come on mate like harden the fuck up Mm. Like, and then when I was going through my own thing, I was like, oh, now I'm backtracking. So I didn't, you know, ask for help till I was 23. Um, so, you know, I get to see like how my dad's lived his life and it, it's my main motivator because I don't want to see more men, more people going through life like that when we all have the ability to live incredible lives, even if it's, you know, it's not driven by money or whatever it is. It's just like being connected, being good parents, being good mates. And we don't do that because it, to me it doesn't come, you know, we lack connection. We lack self-awareness. We don't learn from our mistakes. We just think, right, oh, well, I did that. Let's do that again next week. Mm-hmm. And we don't put the, you know, spend that time reflecting. And at the end of the day, most of us aren't doing or being who we want to be because we're trying to just follow that tribe and it's it's not working. Mm. So to me, my goal is to change that massively. And there's some incredible, like you guys are doing incredible things. There's more and more men starting to do incredible things in that space. And just seeing that is going to be like this massive ripple effect i feel that's Mm. going to change i still think there's going to be you know men who are outliers and who you know do what they do because of the environment they're ingrained in but if we can start creating subcultures where men can be who they want to be it's like um you know look at artists like painters like they have their subculture footy players have their subculture it's Mm. like we need to now just start creating a, a subculture for men to be able to be who they want to be, feel vulnerable, feel connected and not worry about any of that other materialistic shit that mm. to me is, it doesn't mean a thing. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's the other thing you talk about, like your dream life and a lot of like the ideal dream life in this society is like, oh, you want to be a millionaire and you want to have a super hot girlfriend. You want to have a huge house yeah. and a Ferrari and this and that. But it's like, when you take it back to what you just said, like those values, it's like actually, if you just put all that aside for a second yeah. and realize like you can have such an amazing, fulfilling life on mm. so such little, you know, yeah, in a superficial it. world where it's conditioned to want things and money and that kind of thing. Yeah. But actually, you can have possibly a more fulfilling life than a lot of million and billionaires yeah. mm-hmm. by just having like great friends and all these kinds of basic things that, again, yeah. aren't really addressed, especially yeah. in our yeah. culture. Because we can't control that. Like we all age. So we may, even if you're good looking at one point, you're not going to be good looking. You're mm-hmm. going to be old wrinkly. Your money. Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we found the secret. <laughs> but it's like, and finances go in waves. But like at the end of the day, it all comes down to relationships. Like mm-hmm. when you get more money, it's like, you don't know who to trust, right? The more success you have once again, you don't know who's using you or who's not. So mm-hmm. if you just stick to the base stuff, like obviously, yeah, if you want, all those things that that's fine and it can enhance your life 100%. But I see like my partner, she's in the um, music industry and you see all these successful people, but when you chat to them, they're so insecure, they're struggling. And you're just like, you've got it wrong. To me, you've got it wrong. Mm-hmm. To them, it might be, but it's like, you see all these people pretending to be someone they're not. And I can't imagine, like, I remember when I was doing all the stuff I was doing years ago, I was pretending to be someone I wasn't. Like I was pretending to be this tough footy jock and that wasn't who I was. But I was going, showing up every single day doing that and it was fucking miserable. Mm. Obviously, there were times which were fun, but more often than not, I was so, I was struggling. Mm. And I know, like, and you guys would know this as well from all the guys that you speak to, once you start having, you know, peel back the layers and they start opening up, you're like, you're hurting just like I was. And we've got to change that and it's yeah. like i feel responsible to do that i think you guys feel the same it's like mm. one person at a time if we can just do that the ripple effect because the more men it's not about being awesome at 
coaching or anything like that. It's just being able to facilitate, like you were saying before, those conversations because then a lad's going to walk away and go, that was awesome. I actually got to talk about this, this, and this. Mm. Now I'm actually like wonder why I was talking about that. Let's go research or read up or Google or yeah. – and that may start that whole, you know, uh, changing process for them. Mm. What do you think helped you recognise that you needed to change when you were in that kind of mindset and you felt – did you think about – you know your own yeah. journey much how did like, you find the self-awareness yeah. yeah yeah like what what happened yeah for me it was um it was sort of forced oh it's two things so i had heaps of moments where i'd like cheated on partner there was one time where i woke up in a park and i was like shit and i didn't go back to my girlfriend at the time's place i went back to another girl's place and that to me was like right oh something needs to change then it was probably a month after that, I got into a big fight and that was a huge eye-opener for me. Um, and that was basically when I changed everything. And it, mm. it literally, I, it felt like it all just had this ripple effect after that. It was like a month after that, a guy gave me the book, The Four Agreements, mm-hmm. um, gave me that. And that was pretty much the first non-sport-related book I'd ever read. It was boring as batshit. I found it really hard to read, but by the end, you know, I had those four agreements and I was like, one, I was proud of myself because I read. Two, I'd had all these things to think about and how it sort of fit into my life at the time. And I was like, I can change it. Mm. And then that guy who gave me the book was going through the, his, the process himself. So I was like, if he's doing it, I'm going to do it better than him. Mm. And because I was competitive, I was just like trying to always do a little bit more than he was. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I was a completely different person. I'd changed my environment. I'd moved cities. Um, I was... At the time, I was taking videos on Facebook Live just to share what I was learning because it was exciting. And mm. I saw myself go from this shy guy who mumbled, and I've still got the very first video I ever did, and it's just like... <laughs> and to now being able to express myself better, yeah. ask better questions, hold conversation. And, yeah, it was just... I think once I started, it was addiction, like, mm. you know, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's how it's Like been. perpetual growth. Yeah. It's such, just like, yeah. what can I do next? What can I do yeah, next? that's great. It's interesting because you talk about, like sense of self and you know a lot of guys don't really like establish a sense of self or they identify with particular things like drinking and all this kind yeah. of thing and i mean yeah you mentioned that you kind of like had this kind of warped sense of self and i know i did i'm sure like dan yeah, did as well definitely. it's like i don't even know where i was going with that to be honest but it's like, <laughs> i know yeah no i think a lot of guys like they they don't even know that it can be different you know oh, they don't yeah, even yeah, know yeah, that yeah. it just no. takes one book to read or one yeah, podcast to listen to yeah. to go oh it doesn't actually have to be the yeah. way that it is mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so these, and it's great with the internet now that all these things are within a fingertips yeah. reach. You can just go and listen to one podcast or one this, and then you mm-hmm. go down this rabbit hole where you're like, oh my God, yeah. life can be totally different. So it's amazing that we have these avenues to, yeah. express, to express these things, that. I suppose. Because yeah, it's exactly like we still see the sports stars, the celebrities, and it was like, oh, they were lucky or whatever it was. But now, like you said, we get to see the journey of so many people go from here to here. So it's, it, to me, that's inspiring because yeah. you get to see – and. I'll, Obviously, like we were talking about before, there's people who edit stuff and don't show the real the real truth, but then there's a lot of people who show raw and uncut of the whole process of the highs and the lows of what they're going through. And to me, I'm like, that's awesome because I've been through something similar. Or then if I go through something and then I'm like, actually, this guy on YouTube was showing me this. I'm going to try and respond to it in the same way so we can learn from you know other people's mistakes without having to, you know, because our environment generally goes through a fairly similar thing that we do. Yep. That's it's the way it goes. So if you research stuff, you can get through stuff a lot easier. Mm, mm. And I guess if you like surrounding yourself with people who do not want you to be better or do not want themselves to yeah. be better. That's huge. Um, huge yeah. That environment the thing just, yeah, that's it. You're just going to be pulled down. So that's human nature as well. Like, yeah, that's it. Why yeah. do you think that is? <clears throat> Well, that's a really good question. Even family and stuff does that, you know? Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah, where it's like, sure, where they, they see you, and because I suppose it's like, well, then if that, they, they're going to better themselves and be better in all these different things, and all of a sudden they're going to get, I don't know, higher value yeah. than I am, and mm. then they're going to forget about me. So it's like, oh, I better pull it. And then it's totally subconscious, you know? It's like, oh, no, I don't do that. That's silly or whatever. It's like, whether you're trying to start a yeah. business or whatever it is, mm. oh, maybe you shouldn't do that. And it's just like this subconscious thing that they're doing, mm. which again, you remember negative comments more than positive yeah. comments. So you're like, oh, that person said I shouldn't do it. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Mm. But it's like, yeah, it's like this crab in the bucket where you like pull yeah, them down because yeah, yeah. they want to be, you to be on the same level. But really, yeah. it could, should be the opposite way around where it's like, are oh, you doing that? That's awesome. Like, and then you're like, you know what? You can do it too. And yeah, you're yeah. just like sure, helping man. each other build each other up. Yeah. Which is like, and I think changing your environment can allow you the space to grow as well. Because yeah. I've had friends who have actually either said to my face or I've heard them, I've overheard them saying, 
that they want to pull me down to their level or, you know, that they don't like people being successful. They want them to be at the same level as me, which again is like such a big comment. Yeah. Like, why would you not want one of your friends to succeed? So to me, it it's kind of like you need to be around people who want to foster your growth and who actually want to encourage you and maybe grow with you. It's funny. It's like, <laughs> like, yeah, they want to keep you down, but then if you do get successful, they're like, come back. Yeah, come yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, dude, hey, dude. Hey, dude. Yeah, remember I was there that yeah. whole time when you were going through the journey. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I never once remember. said, yeah, I never don't do it. it. Yeah, yeah. I always knew you were going to make yeah, it. I was yeah. encouraging uh, you um, to my friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this comes back to like environment, I suppose. Like, you know, that famous quote, you are the average of the five people you most yep. spend time with. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Again, if you're hanging with the boys and always drinking beers and going out, then you're always going to keep doing that. Yeah. So if you start reading books and listening to podcasts or whatever, and then start hanging out with people that kind yeah. of have different mindsets and do want to better themselves, even if they're just going to the gym or whatever it is, yeah. you know, because that can be one of the boys type things. Mm. It's like, oh, this person is, it's like, it's a form of bettering themselves. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're doing that. And then you, that can dip into realizing that you can yeah. better yourself in other ways. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what, um, that's why I love putting fitness with the whole personal growth or even just life because what you learn through getting stronger getting fitter or trying to lose weight or build muscle it's not just you go to the gym and it happens there's setbacks there's stuff you have to learn mm. because i think people feel when they make a decision it's just going to happen like we're that self-entitled now and we just you know because of that the phone so i'm pointing out a phone for the <laughs> <laughs> because of that like we can google something and all of a sudden it's there so people sign up for new year's resolutions at the gym and they think a month later they're going to be back to their mm -hmm. ideal body they don't realize they've got to address you know sleep recovery diet stress you know and all, connection and, and connect all yeah, these yeah. things and you're not going to do all of that in a month mm -hmm. that might take you 12 months it might take you depending on 10 years how, like, yeah, battle, yeah. how uneducated you are because mm. then people say right i'll just pay someone to do that for me mm. that's fine but when are you going to start taking responsibility yeah. i get that that is a form of taking responsibility but pay them and start learning at the same time so that you don't need them because what we we're talking about earlier all this stuff that we're not getting taught at school should be like how to look after yourself, how to know who you are, mm -hmm. right, is a basic human right. Mm. But we're not getting it. No. Because if we did, well, that's a whole different conversation. But, like, you know, we would live in this utopia. Yeah. Like, yeah. Imagine what that would look like. Oh, yeah. As you said, walking past someone, high-fiving them on the street, like, people look at you like, that's weird. But it's yeah. like, in this utopian world where they if just teach the us norm, that we're yeah. actually experiencing life. Like, yeah, that's yeah. all you have to tell me, like, whether it's in preschool or in grade seven or whatever. Yeah. Then, yeah, like, everyone be doing that and everyone be like, yeah, that's normal. You know? yeah. But then all of a sudden you walk down the street, don't high-five someone, someone's like, oh, what's, what's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong like, with you, buddy? Yeah, ask yeah. you. And then all of a sudden you're having a conversation with someone random. On the, anyway, this is utopian talk. This is <laughs> but it's right like in, in the country, you'll be driving along the highway and everyone's like, Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Then you go to the city, everyone's like, oh, no, tell me about it. It's yeah. completely different. It's, yeah. it's funny, yeah. Um, yeah, we might take a quick break and we'll be back in a sec. Anyway, yeah, I suppose we were, we were talking about this kind of, this this future utopia, the, the thing that we could be living right now. Yeah. And it's like interesting. It's This isn't just to do with mental health and like, you know, because these are the, all the building blocks that kind of make up this yeah. this mm. thing. It's like, you know, the environment and all this kind of thing. And it's like, the government's responsibility to kind of create a society that is like this yeah. is the, the reason that it is the way that it is which is there's so many other factors but yeah i suppose a lot of it starts with kind of creating discussions around how it can be different yeah. i suppose mm. and i think as well um like job satisfaction or even life satisfaction is we can't all be doing everything that we want to be doing like it's just not going to work like that I, the world won't go around so it's trying to take control of as many things as possible and make them as enjoyable as possible because not everyone's going to enjoy going to work every day. There's days where I'm like, I don't feel like going. And you work for yourself. Like yeah, you and I work for myself. It's just fulfilling. supposed to be the dream yeah. and fulfilling yeah. and it is, but then there's there's we all have days. Mm -hmm. um, so it's then, you know, like we were saying before, like making sure you make time to meet up with friends or do activities that you enjoy doing and actually doing it rather than saying, oh, I'll get around to it because that's what, I'm guilty of it's like I'll take a trip or I'll do this and you never book it and then three months later you're like I said I was going to do that in March mm -hmm. and it never happened so it's I think you know taking responsibility for all those other factors in your life if you know you're not happy with where you're at or if you're not willing to change a job or if you're not willing to make a big change it's like start putting some work into the little things that can make life more fulfilling mm -hmm. but also realizing that you can actually like regardless of your life situation and like this is you know interesting to say for for us given that we are quite privileged and blessed but it's like 
regardless of your life situation, even if you are working a job that you don't love and you don't have the, the op, you know, optimal friends right now and your diet isn't perfect, like it's not like, oh, when I get to that spot, I'll be happy. It's like realizing mm-hmm. that you can actually be really happy and fulfilled now mm-hmm. and then you get to work on that to move forward to a yep. goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that, yeah, like a lot of people think that it's like if you don't have that dream thing, then you can't, there's no way you can be happy. But it's yeah. actually, you need to find happiness now mm-hmm. and then move forward with that happiness and yeah. that's when all these things are going to like fall into place, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's Tony Robbins who's like, here's a quote, <laughs> growth is happiness. Or mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have a f- yeah. fulfillment yeah. podcast where we talk about, yeah, it's mm. essentially that. I think. Yeah. So it's like finding what area do you want to grow? Yeah. So it's going to be challenges. It's going to be frustration moments. It's not always going to be enjoyable, but like the, the fact that you're doing something or you're bettering yourself in some way is, is exciting. Yeah. Right? That's it. Yeah. You get to experience all those emotions. It's not always you know, the good and the bad. Enjoy them both because they make it each other better or worse mm. <laughs> mm. it's just feeling feeling emotion and understanding what it what it means to you yeah and i think a lot of people a lot of men 100 percent, don't really know where their values lie as well they don't really yeah. know what makes them tick yep. which i guess comes back to that whole getting to know yourself yeah yeah because for me when i um when i did my psychology that's when i really started to like understand a little more about myself because they yep. made me question myself yep. And that was something, like, through that degree, I just never understood why they never taught us that in school. Yeah. Like, there should be some sort of psychology or something to do with just understanding yourself. Yeah. And communication. Like, there's nothing to do, like, English. There should be communication in there. Like, doing a speech is great, but, you know, they never teach you how to communicate and Real be effective. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, least, man. Yeah. So, I think that's, um, yeah, def- definitely the, the biggest challenge, I think, for most people to kind of take that step into, like, meaningful yeah. living or valued living. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I liked your idea that you said earlier on of how you're actually documenting basically everything that you're yeah. doing, so you actually have an understanding of what potentially could be making yeah. you feel that way. It's even on my it's, if you reach my phone, there's um on my screen is my like top six core values. Mm. So I have them say their health, happiness, integrity, appreciation, adventure, and growth. Nice, That's great. It's like where you see it all the time. Yeah, yeah. So um um. So knowing that it's like those are the things that I need in my life right now. Like mm-hmm. obviously that's going to change as, you know, you go through different stages in your life. But one of the biggest things for me, the hardest one to accept was appreciation. Like when I was playing sport and I was doing really well at that, I hated, I hate, I hate the light being on me. Like I feel really uncomfortable and awkward, mm-hmm. but then at the same time I needed it. Like, and if I wasn't getting appreciation or recognition, that's when I would go do shit to mm-hmm. get it in different ways. Like, if I had a girlfriend and she was ignoring me or because of my own stuff, because I wasn't communicating well or whatever, I'd be like, right, well, sh- she's not recognizing me or appreciating me. Maybe she will. Mm. Yeah. And I would go I'll do stuff elsewhere. like that. And I, I, deep down, I don't believe any man is evil or woman is evil. Mm. I think it's just we don't know, like you were saying, what we value, what our needs are at any given point in our life. So, you know, there can be two ways to get recognition. There can be good and bad ways to get health, right? There's, there's good and bad for everything. And mm. often we do the negative because it's easier. Mm. Like it's, it's avoids confrontation. It avoids communication. It avoids doing the stuff that we're not taught to do. Mm-hmm. And we're unguided. So it's yeah. just like, we're not even actively doing something to negatively impact someone. We're just kind of taking actions because we're just clueless yeah. kind of apes. We're like, I guess mm. this would do this, you know? Yep. And then you wake up the next day being like, damn it. I feel bad and I don't yeah. know why. Mm. and it's that that same and then you self-medicate and you you hang around people who make you feel better because they you know validate that kind of behavior Mm -hmm. um, which i think is massive for men like and we we touched on this earlier but it's just that there's really poor culture yeah and to be fair actually so when I, i lived in france it was a huge culture shock so my first game um when we played rugby here it'd be like beers, burgers, uh, and that whole that whole culture. Our first game, we're driving back from Paris. They popped the champagne, had a cheese board, and I was just like, mm-hmm. what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. And then the way they talk to each other, they, they've got it right. Like, I 100% love the French culture for that. Like, people think they've got it wrong, but they respect each other. They don't talk down on it. You know how our banter is like... Yeah, yeah, belittling each other. Yeah, belittling each other. And we'll pay each other, our mates out in front of each other and yeah. pick on them for a bit of a Which laugh. Which can be a positive thing, depending on how... Yeah, you yeah. Know, it probably like, toughens your skin a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, probably not as effective. <laughs> like, when a few of the boys came out from France and saw how we were acting four years ago, they were like, how can you speak to your mates that way? That's terrible. Yeah. And I was like... Cool, yeah. like, 
but it's just we just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you know changing the culture is is massive, massive. And especially I suppose in the Australian culture, it's like yeah, drinking like beers and cigarettes. You're talking about self medication. I think that's uh you know that that's the go to because that's, that's the, that's the, <laughs> the <laughs> legal drugs. I suppose yeah. that's available to us. It's like I feel bad, and I suppose this is available, so I'll go and buy a beer, which is like like the alcohol is literally the worst thing for you ever. Like mm. it's so horrible. Yeah, mess mm. with your hormones and health and everything. Like yeah, yeah, it's a poison. Yeah, anyway. it's literally poison. <laughs> it's yeah. literally poison. Yeah. But again, it's like it's the easiest accessible and like yeah, may as well like go yeah. and get it because we can and we feel bad and we don't know how else to address it basically. And, mm. Yeah, that really frustrates me as well. Like I I don't used to drink a lot. I don't drink too much now. I might have like a beer or so every now and then. Mm. Um but when you go out and you see people self-medicating and like a little, in Brisbane where we hang, hang out, like I've spoken to a lot of these people and I've had good conversations. I know what they're going through. And you've allowed them to start facilitating change, but then you see everyone back in that pack mentality. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you guys are faking it right now. Mm-hmm. Like you're not dealing with what you want to deal with. And this is going to continue until one of you step away and go, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sick of living like this. And unfortunately, like a lot of people aren't strong willed enough to do that. I feel fortunate. self aware enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I, you see it time and time again. And, even last night, there's people who say, I started making change, but then I went back because, you know, I felt isolated. I felt lonely. But it's like, you got to be strong enough to make that change if you really want that better life. Mm. It's like, you're going to have to walk alone. Like, you guys probably have left friends behind and yeah. felt lonely at times. But where you are right now, you're probably so happy you made mm. that change. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really hard to it cut is those definitely really hard. kind of thing. So. Mm. And I guess it's like a form of relapse if you then go back to that same kind of group have yep. the same environment yeah. the same way of yeah. acting i guess um but yeah I, I guess that's probably the hardest thing isn't it to try to like get away without feeling isolated and because like sometimes I, I notice that like there'll be friends that you may you don't want to have them as your like main inspiration for your yep. growth but you still may want to hold on to them as friends yeah so maybe it's just a way of trying to like distance yourself but still yeah. have them there as such not like your main I guess, inspiration for anything. Yeah. Such. That goes back to what we were talking about before and that you can have those friends where you just go and have a bit of a shit talk mm, with and chill yeah. out, play video games, whatever, and it's still fulfilling. We have to balance that with yeah. like the things that are actually kind yeah. of important as well. For exactly. Sure. Mm. Exactly. <clears throat> so you work one-on-one with male clients mostly, is that right? Yeah, one-on-one. So um, I only work with 10 people at a time just because I like to Makes relax sense. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just gets overwhelming as, as you know. Uh, can be tired on the on the brain, but like at the moment, I'm facilitating it. Well, I work out of Newstead, so in Brisbane, out of a facility called Functional because it has you know an incredible restoration zone. And to me, uh, using hot cold therapy, um, meditation, like even doing long stretching. So we use like a program called Romod or doing some yoga, just to start educating people about a holistic approach to health. Because if you can combine all of that, like they're already in the gym, so they'll do that. Mm. But then you can show them these other aspects of things that I've never tried. So the the ice bath for me is incredible because you get to see people freak out. Mm-hmm. Like it's incredible. So, and you, you tell them, but they're never going to really experience that until they plunge into this cold pool and then they go, give me out, give me out. And it feels like you're on fire. But then you can start coaching them through this process of learning to control your breath, learning to control your mind because you are in control. Mm. And you can then relate that back to life. Like I had a guy in a yesterday and all he wanted to do was talk and i was like mate shut up (laughs) we're here to breathe meditate and get prepared for the day i was like you're just trying to take your mind off the task that you're trying to achieve right now and you're probably doing that in other aspects of your life and he was like yeah fair cool Mm. so it's like we always try to find ways to distract ourselves from doing what we actually need to be doing at this point in time and that can be being alone with your thoughts and i think we're going to speak about soon with float tanks yeah or like meditation a lot of people go i don't meditate i I like being alone in my head. I'm like, you might be ready for it, but at some point, if you want to, you know, reach true fulfillment or balance or happiness or whatever it is, like you've got to learn to deal with what's going on up there because we've suppressed stuff since as long as you can remember. Mm. So, but yeah, and a lot of people, <clears throat> and you know, for myself as well, like, yeah, have a resistance to meditation because you don't know what it is, yeah. you don't know how to do it, you don't know why you're doing it, you don't, you don't think you need it, and all these kinds of things, but. 
what it, what it really comes down to a really simple way that I kind of like think about it is it's the same as like if you're going to the gym, you're like lifting weights. Yeah. It's an exercise. You're doing something to strengthen a particular yep. thing. Mm. And while that's all good and well, like you wouldn't have your body without your mind, you know? So, it's like you need to actually exercise your mind before you even worry about going yeah. to the gym at all with your body. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. And so, that's all it is. Just 10 minutes a day rather than going to the gym for an hour and a half or whatever it is mm, of an exercise to just observe your thoughts. Definitely. Because we are not our thoughts. Thoughts just pop into our head and mm -hmm. we go, that's my thought. Yeah. And I'm that person. Yeah. But it's like, not as much useful. Mm. It's even prepping for the day. Like going back to the gym is like you warm up before you go into an exercise. But most people hit the snooze button, race out of bed, grab a coffee and they're at work or they're dealing with kids or whatever it is. So they're constantly stressed from the moment they wake up. Mm -hmm. But I try to teach people to get up a little bit earlier, have some form of morning routine. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, as long as it's facilitating you to start the day well. And it's like set your intentions for what you want to achieve for the day because the day is literally like going into the gym hitting some bench press like you don't just go in cold and try and lift 100 kilos yes. it's going to be injury and it's not going to work out well same with yeah. the day like if you don't prep like i know when i don't do my morning routine i'll go through the day and feel all over the shot like i walk around with a diary all the time because it's got what i need to be doing what my intentions are like gratitude all this stuff that mm. has got me primed for the day but I feel, you know, when I wasn't doing as well in my life or I wasn't as focused or happy, I was never doing that. I was just like, see what happens after lunch. Or it's like, and people want to get a hold of me or try and uh, catch up or whatever. It's like, my time's so scheduled. Like, you got to, like, next week's already done. Mm. You'll fit in the week after. Mm. So, yeah, this comes back to the kind of just walking around blind type thing. Yeah. So just kind of people don't actually write down what it is they want to do, yeah. the steps that it might take to get there and what you want to feel and how, you, how you're going to get there. A lot of people, and look, I'm totally guilty of it. I do it on the mm. daily as well. You're just kind of walking around and you, well, you realize, <laughs> yeah. oh, what am I actually doing right now? Yeah. Mm. And what am I trying to achieve? And what is that, you know? Yeah. And sometimes it's just you just fall into this negative behavior and you're actually yeah. achieving something that's the opposite of what you want to achieve, yeah. but you're not in self-aware yeah. and you're just kind of doing it. Like, and you mm. can't even schedule time in to do nothing. Like, yeah. I would say it's really yeah, important. I, yeah, I, I would say rather than just like going through that and doing nothing. It's like schedule time where you want to watch a TV show and yeah. or just whatever. Like, mm. I think Balance. Yeah. For sure. We exactly. we spoke about um, an episode we haven't released, but it's about social media and mental health. Yep. And one thing that we both mentioned is that it's really important to have a break from social media as a yeah. whole. So in that time that you're away from your phone, maybe like have your phone on mute away from you. Yeah. And that could be a good time to meditate or to be with your thoughts or whatever. Um, because yeah, again, it's just, your, your neurons are constantly firing. Like your thoughts are constantly coming in. If you've got your phone, you're distracted. You're never able to just take a moment and be present in the moment yep. as such. So yeah, I definitely think a break's important, crucial. Do you yeah. find when you do that, you become more creative? I well? think so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, um, there's definitely a lot of toxic energy that I will even put on myself looking at other people as yep. such. Like if I see someone doing better than me or whatever, just natural for yep. you to feel like, oh, come on, I'm putting in the work. What's happening? Um, but then I think it goes back to the whole gratitude thing, yep. thinking like, okay, well, I don't know their situation. They may not actually be connected yep. with friends. At least I have great friends. I'm you know, thankful for what's going on. Yep. So, yeah, sometimes it really is important to just take a step back. Otherwise, it's just overwhelming. <laughs> so, you mentioned the word toxic there. I did want to hit on this and then we yep. can wrap it up. Okay. Something that's huge right now in, in culture and global, I would say more, more often in, in America, like I find I read about it more than I actually experience it, is toxic masculinity as such. Do you want to comment on that? What do you think that that is all about and what do you think that uh, is happening there? I think I actually downloaded a book yesterday. I think it was called About the Boys or mm. Boys Being Boys or something. And it, it's about, the whole book's about that and it's from a, a female author and it, I wouldn't say it upset me, but it, to me, it was just like, it painted men in such a poor way, like a way that obviously, you know, I've still grown up fairly sheltered, like in Toowoomba, Gundawindi, and then Brisbane, like I haven't seen a heap of, heap of bad shit from men. And I've been fortunate to hang around like men doing great things. So to me, when I hear about that, I'm like, I don't fully understand it. I yeah. can, like you read about it on the news and obviously hear all these stories and then there's that Gillette ad. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, old Gillette. <laughs> yeah. So you're seeing all and the way it's been depicted and I I think there is a problem and it's it's toxic, but I also don't want to see it swing too much the other way where we lose, you know, a sense of identity because there's a great book called Into the Wild, um, which is about masculinity. It's like about getting you 
out and doing, you know, manly things, which might be, you know, back in the day it was hunting, gathering, like we all have roles. Mm. Um, so if we go much, go too much away from that, it'd be interesting to see the ripple effects. Like mm. I, I, I find it hard to comment because I haven't experienced any toxic mass masculinity as such, but I mm. guess, you know, not being able to talk about who you are or what you're going through, like, I, I've seen aggression come across because men can't talk about who they are or what they're going through. So the easiest way is, you know, obviously their partner, mm. which is is sad. Um, so I think starting to deal with that and tackle that, I think, is is toxic. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts because, yeah, I don't feel. So I mean, I, what I think it is is like, honestly, it's like we shouldn't pigeonhole men to this situation it's toxic humanity yeah right? mm-hmm. there's toxic people and there's and then there's not toxic people yeah. and there's also there's good people that have toxic behavior sometimes mm-hmm. but then i suppose toxic masculinity is when you like get into a fight and someone gets really hurt yeah but then the opposite of that toxic femininity you might say is like you know bitching about someone on the internet yeah can cause this same amount of like mental harm to something yeah. so it's like again it's a cultural problem i yeah. think is mm-hmm. like there's just a lot of negative things that lead people to become people or, or even just take particular actions out of jealousy or yep. hurt or whatever. They just don't have their own sense of identity and yep. passions and that kind of thing. But it's interesting that it is kind of pigeonholed into the into the man, man. kind of space because mm. it definitely exists. But I think the Gillette ad is a very like, you know, it's this a representation of how our society is saying, oh, men are doing all these horrible yep. things. Look at them. It's like, mm. no, there's, there's a couple of them for sure. But like you can't identify... Everyone, it's the same as like racism and everything. It's like, oh, all of this race is like this. And it's like, yeah. that's just something that, that people are telling us to yeah. keep us all separate so we can't actually yeah. overcome the government and that kind of thing. Yeah. It gets, get, no, gets political now, doesn't sure. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely is like some sort of societal problem where they've kind of, like you said, pigeonholed us into a role as such. And men are expected to kind of act in a certain way. And, and you even see that through the education system. And even after, like, it's just kind of expected that men act in a particular way because of whatever perception these people have about how men should act. Um, So, yeah, I guess like you said, it's just the fact that you're not, if you're not talking about it and then you're then, um, you've got a totalizing mentality where you think that this is kind of the finite answer. And then if you can't express yourself, then you may turn to violence against your partner or against a friend or whatever it may be. And it's almost just, it's just suppressing really. Yep. You're just suppressing your true feelings because you feel these pressures maybe from society yep. or whatever to act a certain way. And if you don't act that way, then you're not following what's expected yeah. of you as such. And it could also impact people who are starting to have feelings like that. And then they see something like Gillette and they go, shit, maybe I am a, mm. a toxic person. So it's sort of, you know, making them start thinking like that. And then obviously your beliefs start changing and you start becoming as opposed to, you know, having something where it's like, well, why am I feeling like this? Like, we do questioning communication. Like, we never, well, I never took the time to ask why I was feeling this way. What was, you know, validating that? Mm-hmm. Right. What other things could counter that? I'd always just be like, yep, that, like you said, it's first thought, let's grab it, hold on to it. And then you'll see an ad or a commercial or someone talking about it and it just validates it mm-hmm. rather than trying to do your own validation. It's like people here, stuff all the time and then it's on the rumor mill but it's like did you actually research to see whether that was legit or yeah. are you just yeah the just headline effect yeah. someone will yeah. read a headline and go oh I heard this it's yeah. like did you look at that Tutor advocate what was it <laughs> I, I do that myself as well though and it's yeah. funny because there's so much like fake news and yeah. you'll read something and go I heard this and then yeah when someone questions you and you're like oh yeah you're right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look into I haven't that. actually like, looked into yeah, it yeah just saw a headline like yeah but it's interesting because like in terms of masculinity and femininity, like we need those things and we need yeah. to go into and embrace those things. Like the gym, for example, I'm not saying you have to be, you have to go to the gym to be a man, but like you have to understand what masculinity is to you and you have to go into that thing. Yeah. And this is why we have these two polar opposite things. Otherwise we'd all just be genderless people and we mm. wouldn't need those things. They're obviously there for a reason and we need them for a reason. Yeah. You know, and that, like this whole identity politics thing with Jordan Peterson. I don't know if you've- oh man, yeah, I'm going to see him. He's coming to Brisbane. Oh, really? Yeah, on oh, the cool. eight. He sold out on the seventeenth, but then he comes on the twenty. It's like his third time to, yeah. to to Australian, like yeah. in a year or something. It's crazy. Mm, like he's on fire. Mm. But yeah, I mean, like you know, there's there's a lot of talk about trying to make you know, like men and women, they're not different. They're the same, and all this kind of things. Like, no, we are fundamentally different. Yeah. yeah. And because of this masculinity and this femininity, it just so happens that some people take it too far and mm-hmm. yeah, bomb buildings and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But, yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So look, we've had yeah. a wonderful conversation. So it's far. been incredible. In mm. terms of um, actionable content, we always kind of like to wrap it up with that. You've said a few things like what you put on your phone there and just writing things down and documenting things. But in terms of actionable content for for males specifically or, or anyone, like what would you t- say to the person that's maybe in a rut out there that doesn't know how to get out of it? I would take some time to like, if you don't feel comfortable sitting alone and addressing your thoughts, my first thing would be identifying, you know, how you would like to see yourself in 10 years, right? And that is with no limitations. Like if you want to be Brad Pitt, be Brad Pitt. Like, mm-hmm. But then the work starts. So I've got my 10-year vision of who I want to be, family, how I want to present myself. Then you can start going, right, I, in order to do this, I need to you know, start hanging out with these people. I need to potentially learn this skill, study this, do that. And then it sort of gives you the roadmap to start doing that. Not saying that you're going to end up there, but it starts facilitating that change. And what happens in the process is the growth. Mm. You get to meet new people and, you know, that's that's where it begins because I think it is this will come along to one of the Man That Can events. Yeah. Um, just, you know, connect with with people and set that intention for where you want your life to go. Mm. It's, take responsibility. It's a scary yeah. thing to do, but... I guess it's important. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Well, you know how your life's going to turn out if you don't take responsibility. It's going to be mm. exactly how it is right That's now. That's it, yeah. Right? Maybe a few changes, but if you start taking responsibility, you can give yourself a better chance of changing mm. it. Yeah, I like that. It reminds me of um, there's a technique within counselling called the miracle question yep. where you ask a client, someone who potentially has hit a roadblock, they have no idea how to envision any sort of positive future, yep. and you just say to them, okay, so imagine you wake up tomorrow you have zero problems, everything's fine, you're, you're rated a 10, you're feeling fantastic, tell us how that would look. So then it allows them to actually process what a 10 would feel like. Because yeah. they may never have felt a 10, or they've always been at a 3 or 4, yeah. and you're kind of starting that thought process. Yeah. You're starting them in the, you know, the, the cogs are turning and they're going, actually, I value that, I would prefer to do that. And yeah. it finally kind of gives them some sort of insight into them. Really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think that's really, that's really powerful. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Dan. Yeah. All right, where can people find you, Lucky? Uh, LockieStewartCoaching.net uh, also Instagram that's probably what I'm most active on which is at, Lock, at Lachlan Stewart yeah, you're live streaming pretty much yeah. every day yeah right? every day yeah. so I'll do one after this as well uh, awesome. they're my most active active things yeah and the man that can.com no man that can project.com and for people in Brisbane specifically how often does that happen we're going to be doing that monthly nice cool. yeah so I'll release the date I've got to just chat to a few of the guys tomorrow and then we'll release the next date over the weekend. Let's try and hit it up down. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Come along, boys. Yeah, for awesome. sure. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks very much, man. Nice. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. Appreciate it.